most connected man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain, 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are America, one voice, united we stand. And to all of the naysayers, and to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because we're going to tell you the truth, give you the facts, because we want you to be better informed and to help make this a better nation. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Welcome. Her- Herman, how you doing today? I am sitting here waiting with bated breath for you to give me the latest poll result and tell me which one it is. Because on my TV screens, all I have been seeing are crawlers. And I don't know which poll it is and what to believe. So will you add some clarity to the confusion? Yeah, and actually, um, uh, uh, glad you start with that because I just spent uh, literally about the last hour breaking down the polls and trying to figure out who's going to be in the next GOP debate. So uh-huh. this is this is the latest poll that's come out from Quinnipiac University. So they've been in the field a number of times on the Republican. What's interesting is on the Republican race. You know, we always talk about trends, and this poll follows the trends that we've been seeing of a bump for Donald Trump in recent weeks, a a bump for uh, for Marco Rubio and for Ted Cruz, and going the wrong way for Ben Carson. So that those four we're seeing in this poll, what we've been seeing in trends in other ones. Now, what's interesting in this Quinnipiac poll is in the you know they ran all the numbers between the Democrats and the Republicans. In this poll, they have Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders basically beating every Republican. We haven't seen that in some of the other polls so i'll let people figure out whether they want to believe that or not but the the gop numbers just the straight up numbers in this poll trump at 27 uh rubio at 17 cruz and carson at 16 jeb bush at five and nobody else over five so you've got everybody down underneath five everybody else in that poll so uh, again without without trying to pay attention too closely to those detailed numbers the 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 sort of the lay of the land that we're seeing in a number of polls recently is Trump going back up in the last few weeks Ben Carson coming down Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz getting closer to closer to Cruz uh, to Carson and even overtaking him now the way the rules are set up for the next CNN debate which is what the 15th so yes. two weeks from yesterday yes uh, you have to average at least three and a half percent nationally. Ooh, they raised it. Or you can also qualify by averaging four percent in either Iowa or New Hampshire. Now, on the national level, my numbers, the way I broke them down, there only the following six would get into the to the main stage of the debate from the national polls, and that's Trump, Carson, Rubio, Cruz, Bush, and Fiorina. But John Kasich and Chris Christie would also get in because they have higher numbers in New Hampshire, and they would average over four. I'm beginning to wonder whether Rand Paul is going to be the odd man out and might get demoted to the pre-debate debate down there with Lindsey Graham, Rick Santorum, George Pataki, and Mike Huckabee. 
Paul's numbers, at least this is according to how I've broken them down in looking at these polls, he is short of the 4% that he would need in New Hampshire. He's at 3.6, and there's no rounding. He's short of the 4% in Iowa. He's at 3.8, no rounding. He's short of the 3.5% in the national polls. He's down at 3.1. This is how I've broken down the numbers. Maybe I got one wrong, but I think the bottom line is, is that Rand Paul is on the bubble for this next debate and might not make it on the main stage. Is the number of people on the main stage going to be determined by by the polls. By the polls, yes. whether that's eight people, or six, six people, or four, or, or whatever. Yeah, you're absolutely I right. See. So it, it, the way it looks now, and it could change because we could have other polls, but the way I fleshed it out, looks like we'll have eight on the main stage and then five on the pre-debate stage. So, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. That would obviously be a big setback for Rand Paul. Did you say that Bush qualified based upon his performance in one of the states? Let's see. No, Bush qualifies nationally because CNN and this would use polls that go all the way back into October. Right. So Bush, by the fact that he had some eights and sevens in there, would be fine. So he'd qualify not only nationally, uh, but he would also qualify in the Iowa polls, where he's at an average of six because he's done well in some past polls. And then in New Hampshire, he also qualifies because he's he's up higher there. He, He averages eight in New Hampshire. So he actually Actually, uh, Jeb Bush's numbers are actually better in the state polls than they are in the in the most recent national polls. Because he's been spending more money there advertising. And he's decided, evidently, to spend even more money in New Hampshire to try to uh, increase his name recognition. I mean, you know, let's be serious about this for a second. If Jeb Bush does not finish in, say, the top three in Iowa and then fails to finish in the top three in New Hampshire... I mean, I think there'd be a lot of people that would look at that and say, you need to get out. It's yeah. over. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're, what, we're less than two months now from Iowa. It's two months from yesterday. The New Hampshire primary is two months and a week away. Uh, you got the, the Christmas break that obviously sort of throws a wrench into everything. And so we're going to have to see, I think, the pace pick up a bit more. And I sense that on the ground in both Iowa and New Hampshire. There's a lot more activity and a lot more people beginning to needle each other as we get closer and closer. I think that the uh, debate on the 15th is going to be telling, number one, because, one, because of the poll results you've indicated, there appears to be some trend changes which is in between debates and is based upon, you know, media coverage and things of this nature. But I think that's going to be one that people are going to be interested in. Now, the following Saturday, the Democrats will be doing a quote-unquote debate, right? Yeah, they'll, they'll have the three. They'll be in New Hampshire, and boy, we haven't seen really any change there in the numbers. Hillary Clinton's still in charge with uh, with Bernie Sanders, still getting a, a decent chunk of the vote, but not really close to Clinton. And then Martin O'Malley really making no impact whatsoever at this point in time. I thought you said he was in D.C. trying to breathe well, life back into his campaign. Did you hear much coverage of it? No, you probably <laughs> didn't. You know, and, I'm sorry to no, laugh. No, listen, in all seriousness, though, I think that's an important thing to note, because there are times when the candidates are out there doing stuff, and they're just not getting traction. I mean, let's face it right now. Bernie Sanders is not getting the same traction that he was just eight weeks ago. He's just not. And Martin O'Malley has never been able really to figure it out. Hillary Clinton uh, has uh, seemingly sort of righted the ship. Now, it could always change. Uh, Debates, there could always be a flub. There could always be something that comes up. Uh, But I'd have to think the Clinton people are feeling more and more confident. Let's face it, just as if Jeb Bush cannot finish in the top three in Iowa New Hampshire, one would think if Hillary Clinton wins both Iowa Iowa and New Hampshire, a lot of people would say that that race is pretty much over. Right. Especially since the polling. I don't know if anybody's looked at the polling in South Carolina in the Democratic race. I think the last poll I saw there had Hillary Clinton in the 70s in, in South Carolina in the Democratic race. Why do these candidates who are struggling always think that attacking Trump 
or Rubio or Cruz is the best way for them to get some attention. Well, Kasich is doing the same thing. Yeah, Kasich has uh, certainly tried. I think uh, for Kasich, he really believes that he presents a much different kind of agenda and a record than uh, Donald Trump or a Ben Carson. And, and, and being the governor of Ohio, I think Kasich really thinks that he's getting the short shrift right now, that there should be a lot more people looking at him. And, you know, look, it's so far in New Hampshire, it's working for him. It's not working for Kasich nationally, but he's kept himself in the, you know, in the thick of things in New Hampshire at this point in time. He's been sort of fourth, fifth in the polls. He had been up a lot higher, but has sort of come down. I, I do think, though, that we're watching Rubio and Cruz really begin to come up, and I think sooner or later, Cruz and Trump are going to have to engage. I don't think Cruz can just act like a, a NASCAR driver and draft the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, because you can't finish. Second doesn't do you any good after a while. You know oh, what I no. mean? You, you, yeah. you got to start winning. And, uh, and, and one would have to think that even though it's obvious that Cruz has decided he does not want to attack Trump, the desire, the innate desire of somebody to win will take over sooner or later. And, you know, the, the other aspect of that is Christie, I know, has been making a, a big pitch, uh, up in is in, it New Hampshire, New Hampshire. Yeah, that's where, where the newspaper has endorsed him. Yep. But there's a there's a history that that doesn't necessarily do much for you, although it could. No, I mean the 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 New Hampshire Union leader, which used to be named the Manchester Union leader, endorsed Newt Gingrich four years ago. So right. that didn't exactly work out for Newt Gingrich. So I think there's a lot of people who look at Chris Christie, and you know it reminds me of when Rudy Giuliani was running, and Giuliani tried to make a stand in New Hampshire, it didn't work for him. Then he tried to make a stand in Florida, it didn't work for him there either. Uh, when you look at sort of Bush and Christie, one would think that one of them has got to do well, and Kasich for that matter. Those three, they've got to do well in New Hampshire. And I'm not talking about fourth or something like that. you got to be up there near the top. And if not, I'm not sure where you recover from that. Now, you do have obviously a lot of states on that uh, big uh, March the 1st primary day. And everything is 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 proportional at that point in time, so you can still get delegates here and there. But you and I both know, Herman, that momentum thing is super super big. Yes. And and coming out of Iowa, you know, what's the old line? There's three tickets out of Iowa. Coming out of Iowa, it will certainly influence New Hampshire. Though New Hampshire tends to uh, do things differently, and we have to remember how different the Republican electorate is in the state of New Hampshire compared to the state of Iowa. Here's the wild card, just like. Trump's performance has baffled the predictors, the political pontificators, and the establishment. I think that the results in Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina are also going to baffle them. I don't think it's as predictable as it might have been in the past. And remember, the way the delegate rules are for the Republicans, the way they've set it up, is you don't start going to winner-take-all for delegates until March the 15th. Yes. And so all the primaries and caucus events before March the 15th will all be proportional. So, uh, for example, you might win in Iowa, but you might only win one more delegate than the person who finishes right behind you. So it's not like it's a slam dunk that you come out of there with a lot more. So theoretically, the race, by the time you get to March the 15th, where you have Florida and Ohio uh, and Illinois as three of the big states on that day, those are winner-take-all or can be winner-take-all. And then I think we get into a different time frame. Okay, your curveball for the, for the day. Yes, sir. 
Under what circumstances could we go to a brokered Republican convention? I mean, look, anything is possible. I still say it's a little, it's uh, it's probably not going to happen. But uh, let me tell you, if we're going to do it, let's do it. it we'll talk about political fun. That would be the <laughs> ultimate fun. But I still think that just as the race keeps shaking out, we'll see candidates in and then we'll see them drop out. I really don't think we'll get to that. But it is still possible. Yes. Yeah, I kind of I kind of felt that way. Someone had asked me that question. I said... I'll ask Jamie Dupree. You can't rule it out, but again, <laughs> I don't think I'd want to hang my hat on it. But yes, it is theoretically possible that we could have a mixture of results, a lot of the proportional races, and even in the winner-take-all and divide them. But it just always seems, Herman, that we go through this every four years. Yeah. But maybe this year's different. Who knows? Like I said, you got some wild cards. Now, right. Trump is doing a rally outside of D.C. tonight. Yeah, he's going to be in Manassas, Virginia tonight, and then almost, I think most of the big Republicans will be in D.C. for a Republican voter forum tomorrow, so we'll have an update from there on that. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Jamie. See you, Herman. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show.